Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy, it's the Simple Programmer Podcast. In this video, we're going to be talking all about the most essential interview questions for a JavaScript interview. Today, I'm going to be taking you through a bunch of questions. Some of them are going to give you a quick answer. I won't expand on it too much because I have a lot of questions. I encourage you guys all to go Google the essential JavaScript interview questions and study them all up if you have a JavaScript interview coming up soon. But let's jump into them. I'm going to give you almost like a rapid fire. I'll give a couple answers here and there. But overall, I want to give you the actual questions if you were to come into one of my, it's like a cheat sheet basically. If you were to come into one of my interviews, what I'm going to validate from a JavaScript perspective to make sure that you have claimed or everything validates of what you're claiming to be a great JavaScript developer. Are you using ES6? Yes, no? If so, yes and why or no and why? I expect an answer either way and I want some really good understanding here of like, yeah, I'm using ES6, which the why doesn't have to be super compelling because ES6 on its own is very compelling to use for all the different features it provides. And if you say yes, though, I do expect your favorite feature and that would be my follow-up question then. What is your favorite feature you're using? Mine is destructuring. Absolutely love it. It makes my life really easy. So what is yours? Another question I like to ask generally in a coding style question where I'll give them a fiddle or something of that nature is what is hoisting? Or I'm going to show them a hoisting problem and just see if they can solve it. With that being said, hoisting is much more advanced and running into hoisting issues is not always common for a lot of people, but it will show me the level of developer you're at. Now with the previous question with the S6, it's kind of like I'm intermediate. I, I expect even some beginners to do it, but put you up a little bit higher if you can <clears throat> give me that. But this question is much more advanced. A majority of people do not know hoisting, don't want to answer hoisting, don't care about hoisting, and more often than not, don't really have to care about it. This type of question will put you higher in the tier or lower in the tier based on your answer. And it's okay if you don't get it. It just shows me you haven't gotten to that point in your career yet where you've fully understood the depth of knowledge of JavaScript and all the different problems and pros and cons that come with it. The difference being between async and synchronous and showing you asynchronous code and asynchronous code and telling me the difference between them, but I'm going to make them look very similar, but I'm going to want you to tell me which is synchronous, which is asynchronous because a problem far too often is people write code and think it's going to be synchronous because of how they wrote it. But truth be told, it's not, it's asynchronous. Maybe they didn't put a return in, maybe they didn't use callbacks correctly. There's a lot of things that can go on between async and synchronous code that people can screw up all the time. And this is one of the places I like to check to see that you know how to code between the two because it's an easy problem to have and then creates timing issues down the road. That one is a little more advanced too. Um, but this is also where I'm gauging. Based on these answers, I'm going to give you an easier or harder coding question. Continuing on, when to use promises versus callbacks? Or do you just use promises or do you just use callback? Just going straight callbacks is probably more ES5 style. Within ES6 coming out and so on and so forth to what we're on now with 9, um, promises are absolutely huge. Uh, also, the async await, those are becoming huge. And what are they using behind the scenes? promises. But point being, there are still times for callbacks. So we still use them, but when to use them and how JavaScripts or callbacks versus promises work. So it's a large scale question, 
lot of knowledge in there, uh, but it, it's a bit more intermediate to me in my eyes because it, it's so widely known to use, uh, to use promises nowadays and how callbacks work. If you don't know what a callback is, I, I didn't put this question in here, but I might ask what a callback is and what is the error style for callbacks, and I expect that means in your arguments, you expect that an error first, results second. I also expect, what are the pros and cons of JavaScript? As you see now in my questions, I'm gauging you. I'm gauging you just to know and understand where you're truly at. The pros and cons kind of put you right in the middle and you're able to go up as high as you want or as low as you want. Because if you use the cop out, we talked about this actually in the previous video for Node.js. If you're using the easy way out, I drop you at a base level. If you're, you're giving me okay examples and not too much and a couple facts you're right in the middle but if you give me some real world examples how you used it how it's benefited you and you just top notch it this question can really jump you up i'm also going to ask this question i'm going to look and see if you know the difference between global and block level scope this is a much more basic question right it's if you have a var not even var just you have a let outside of all functions at the very top of a file that is global another here give me in the beginning why do we use use strict and if we don't use it what could potentially happen if you can show me a snippet of code that's very beneficial here but it's a basic one i need you to tell me what use strict does easiest way for you right now if you're curious and wondering what is it well do this go into wherever you're writing javascript at right now Go put single quote, use space strict, single quote, semicolon at the end. And after that line, do A equals single quote test, single quote. And tell me what happens. Because it should error out, and it will. And if you take use strict off, and you do A equals test again, it'll automatically work. Because without strict on, JavaScript won't stop you from creating random variables. And so use strict is very beneficial and needs to be, you need to be able to talk about it because it's something you learn earlier in your career to use. Another question in the beginning that if you've had some good fundamentals is what is an iffy? Immediately invoked function expression. Very useful in JavaScript. Check it out there. If you've ever built any jQuery, then I guarantee you've used an iffy because iffies are very lovely with a little jQuery in your life. Here's another question that's gonna to be more towards the middle is I'm gonna to wanna to know what type of JavaScript coding style do you have and how you write it, whether it's the singleton pattern, the factory pattern, the revealing modular pattern. Now I'm not saying you have to know your exact style, but when we talk about me gauging you to see where you're at, that's very beneficial. I personally, I like a little singleton, I like a little constructor. I kind of mix my styles based on what I'm doing, but knowing your style is key. If you just write random functions, and even then if it's not a specific style like that, give me like, do you like smaller functions? Do you like um, object-oriented? Like what, what are you doing? What's your style that you at least know of? Because if you're just coding stuff, just like, oh, give me a problem, and you just slap the keyboard a little bit for no reason, that doesn't look that good. It shows me much more beginner level. Dot versus bracket notation. When do you use one or the other, one over the other? And I see this much more as a basic question because if you want to be dynamic, you need bracket. And if you know your variables, you can just use dot. Last but not least, how do you write clean code with JavaScript? How do you ensure your code is readable to someone else? And this question, I want to see that you are thinking about other people around you with development. Because if you're gonna be joining a team, 
Team aspect comes first. There is no individual in a team. This question is all about how do you think about other people around you? How do you, because when we talk about readable code, you are not gonna be the only one reading it. And it's pretty inherent when you're in a room of five people getting asked this question or three people, whatever it might be. You're not gonna be the only one. How do you make it readable to all of us? Because if you can tell us on how you write readable code, that now appeals to us like, oh, if we brought this person on, they could write good code. I'd like this, I'd like reading their code. Overall, these are my JavaScript must-know interview questions that if you ever run into me, I'm probably gonna ask you one of these. So I highly encourage you to replay this video, take notes, go make sure you answer all the questions. Now I answered some of them for you as we're going through it just to give tidbits, but there's a lot more in depth you can go learn. If you have any comments, questions, please feel free to put them down below. And that will do it for us today. Until next time, see you later.